0: Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church episode 7 podcast, episode 76. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you what God's put on my heart on a daily basis or or part of the weekly basis that I share with you on the podcast. Um, today on the podcast we are going to be studying the last section of of why we need the Bible, and we're going to be talking how, because how the Bible teaches us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and in how to act in the marketplace. And I'd like to apologize just before we um, continue on with some of the podcasts we. Are having some remodeling done in the building that uh, we are hosting the podcast in. Um, I'm not. I can't control that. So, but God also wants us to keep the podcast going. So we're going to go on. So we're hoping that it don't get too of a nuisance for you. But you know what? We just know it's the devil, and that he's just trying to shut down what God wants done. But before we get into the podcast today, we want to pray, and then we're going to go into our our um, our special song that we joined today, and it's called Trust and Obey. It's an old hymn from the older days, and uh, it's still relevant for today, and I like modern songs, and I like the hymns, so you'll be hearing a selection from both, and if this podcast has been a blessing to you, I want you to share this podcast with other believers so they can start listening to it too and maybe even the non-believers and they can come to, to get help from this podcast and not live in the lost and dying world anymore but live and trust Christ can help them through and you know that's kind of our model that we live in a lost and dying to help a lost dying world find Christ and help current Christians with the storms of life and things that they are going through. But right now, we're going to pray and then we're going to get into our song. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to be with us as we go through this lesson, Lord. This last lesson on why we need the Bible and why we should be studying it. And Lord, we just ask you to have your way. Let every word be sa- that's sang, every word that's been spoken today by me. We just ask you to take control and we ask you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So let's go to our song called Trust and Obey. And that song is more truer than people think. We've got to trust and obey God's precepts to get to where God wants us to be in Him. And the God can't bless thing is bless us or answer prayers in our life if we have sin in our lives. So that's why it's important. We've been studying this Bible study that we took a little... Detour from walk from um, J. P. Phillips walking day to day because God wanted me to share this with you, and I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be dealing with tomorrow. I'm still in prayer about that. If we're going back to J. P. Phillips or if God's going to continue, uh, there's another study in this book that I'm sharing with you, but I've got to see which way God's going to lead. But today we're going to be sharing the last subject on why we need the Bible. And the Bible study is called The Bible and the Marketplace. Okay? Money is often a difficult, even controversial topic. It's important for Christians to explore biblical views of how money is obtained And as well as how it is spent we examining the scripture we'll find that the Bible offers some practical instruction on this topic in other words what this is meaning is this that God wants us to be fair in the marketplace when we're spending money and when we are receiving money for services okay Now to prove this We're going to go to the book Of Genesis chapter 1 The book of Genesis chapter 1 For the first point The book of Genesis chapter 1 The book of Genesis chapter number 1 And that's in the Old Testament First book of the Bible Genesis chapter 1 Chapter number 1 And we're going to look at verses 28 through 31 to see what this little nugget of this first spot is talking to us here. Genesis 20, Genesis 1 of verses 28 through 31. Okay? And it says, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, and subdue it. And had dominant over the fish, over the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree yielding seeds. To you it shall be for meat and to every beast of, of the earth and to every fowl of the air and everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life I have given every green herb for meat and it was so and God saw that everything that he had made was behold was, and it was good and the evening and the morning were the sixth day now, here we have here the situation that God made the earth. And he turned around and said in these verses, I give it to you to, for nourishment. I give it to you to be good stewards. Okay? And I know it don't exactly say that, but we, in these verses, what we do know in the book of Genesis that God said that Abraham would be over everything over the garden he was he's the one that named all the animals and now apparently he's given him to be us we know that when they left the garden for their sin that he was in charge of guarding okay now when God gives us something and this is the point of the scripture here when God gives us something for us to eat or for us to do or for us to use that's what we got to realize everything in this world is not ours it's God's from our land from our food from our buildings, from our wood of our buildings, from the cars that were made, it all belongs to God. And God gives it to use. And at this point of scripture, we see that God gave Adam and Eve the fruits, the vegetables, and things like that to use to eat, okay, and share with their family as they went, all right. Now, the biblical purpose of business. Now, now I want to take it a step farther, okay, and the reason I want to take this as a step farther because I want to share with you what else is God putting on my mind here? And it is this. God gives all of us a measure of things he wants us to control. Sometimes us gives us a job. Sometimes God gives people a business to own. Sometimes God gives people a farm to grow fruit and vegetables in. Sometimes God gives us things to do. Now, God asked in these verses to be good stewards, okay? And I believe here that God is teaching us this, the principle, in these businesses that we own, in these jobs that we have, in these cars that we are driving, in these places we are living. God wants you to be a good steward. Now, we know in the book, in the Bible, the New Testament, Jesus tells us a, terrible, a, a parable of talents. Okay? He gave so many talents to three individuals. And these three, the first one went out and doubled it, tripled it. The second one doubled it. The last one hit it because he was afraid of what God, would, his king, would do when he comes back and find that he lost the money or the talent that he gives. Okay, God wants you to be a good steward and he wants you to use what God has gave you the ability to do. Some of the abilities... That God give us is to be a farmer. Some of the abilities that God gives us is to run a business. Some give us that. Some of the abilities He's give us is to how to market a business. Some give us ability on how to do certain jobs for a business. Some God gives us the ability to drive a car. God gives us the ability to pay the bills. God gives us the ability to ransom, not ransom, but ration our food. God gives us the ability to save and ration our money. Okay? So, the biblical purpose here is, is, is to, rant, is to be good steward of where God got you in your life today and to use what he gave you and again as you might be hearing some of the stuff going on we are like I said earlier we are having some uh, remodeling done in the building where we do the show the podcast and I apologize again for it apparently they're going to they're working right above us and so there's no soundproof thing for that So I'm sorry in advance. But getting back to the lesson, this means that we are stewards of resources creation to glorify our creator. So when we use our resources for God that he gave us, we're honoring and glorifying our creator. Okay? And that's the first thought. And if we are in a business or the pro- or the marketplace on either way, building the projects or making the, the stuff or selling it or owning the business that makes it, we have to be good stewards of what our jobs are and for, do it for Christ like we want to. Now. The second thought, we have a biblical responsibility in business. So I want to take you to the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, and it's between, so we can help you guys find it, between Psalms and Ecclesiastes. So we're going to look at Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number 11, verses 23. Roberts chapter number 11 verses 23 through 31 Okay, and it says the desires of the righteous is only good but the expedition of the wicked is wrath there is that that scratcheth that increaseth and there is that withhold for more than it meet but it tends to property." The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that waters shall be watered also himself. He that is withhold corn from the people shall curse him, but blessings shall be upon the head of him that sell it. He that is diligently seeking good procure favor, but he that seeks mischief shall come unto him. He that trusted. In his riches shall fall, but he, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that trouble his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be wise, be a servant of the wise of the heart. The fruit of the righteous is the tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth. Much more than the wicked of sinners. Okay, the book of Proverbs is here is filled with sharp poetic contrasts that teaches us the practical terms difference between important issues like good and evil, wisdom and foolish, for, and responsibility versus laziness. Okay, this set of verses teaches us about being a righteous, godly follower, okay? To walk in a way of leads of everlasting blessing while rejecting the ways of the judgment. So our responsibility here is not to act like everybody else. Is to go out meet our purpose that God gave us and live in a way not to cheat people in business not to cheat our employer in business not to cheat in life with our family this is our marketplaces I want you to see the marketplaces as a business but I also want to see it as partly as your family And when you withhold stuff that you can be eating with your family, you're sinning. If you withhold and you see part of your family or even your friends or or your employees or your employee seeing your 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 bread and butter struggling, give your talents to keep it going this is our responsibility in business to keep the business going by us doing our work and for the owners to keep the business going by providing for their employers the the supplies they need to keep running the food, they money they need to buy food to keep their business running and so on but this is where Scrooge comes in to part of this because Scrooge was about making money. But let me tell you something saints. What would have happened to Scrooge if his loyal secretary or his loyal person decided to quit? That means Scrooge would have been running the business and plus doing the work of his hired hand. But yet, people in business today cut out and hurt the employees. Am I right or am I wrong? Because they want to cut off stuff like insurance, cutting employees to do and having the rest of the employees do more work, For less pay. So they can pad their pockets in the profits a little bit more. Okay? But what is it saying if we do this kind of stuff? If you're doing it to be selfish and help yourself, in the end you're going to be found wanting. So you business owners, you might think That you're doing well by cutting your employees pay, taking their insurances away, or working them just enough hours so they can't have insurance, you in the end are gonna have to answer for it. If not on this planet, when you get to heaven in the judgment. And you can't say, well, my mama made me do it. My dad taught me this. That might be true. Maybe your dad did teach you how to do it. But you have a choice. You had a choice to take the responsibility and treat your employees right. Mothers, you had the responsibility to treat your kids right. Fathers, you had the responsibility to treat your kids right. Sons and daughters, kids You had the responsibility To treat your parents White We have to be good stewards And being good stewards Is learning how to use the Things and Make it the best responsibility Of living it right Okay, I know the Bible's looking at it as a marketplace but I got to take it where God is taking it and you know a family is kind of a business isn't it it is if you think about it you got head of the household who are the owners you got the family who are like the employees now I'm not trying to say they're slaves and I'm not I'm, I'm trying to say that they that this or that but as we teach our kids and even the mom and dad we all have a job to do in the family and we need to do the best that we can to help and not hold back because when we hold back we're actually hurting them and hurting yourself in the end and I got an inter- interesting thought here what if God held back from you Ooh, I just get a sense there that It's getting quiet out there where they're listening to these podcasts. Mm. Because what if God held back from you? What if God held back Jesus from your sins? Dying for your sins. Where would you be today? Think about it. Okay? Now, we realize we have responsibilities. We realize that we all have a job to do for Christ. Christ. In this marketplace of life, from real businesses to employees that trickle down to families and head of the household, these principles work both ways. What's the third and final principle here today? Biblical ethics in business. Biblical ethics ex- in business. And we're, We kind of covered the scripture already It's Proverbs chapter 11 Verses 1 And 25 Well we're going to read that now verse, 20, verse 1 and then we're going to read 25 A false balance is an abomination To the Lord But, but a just weight is the delight Verse 25 and the liberal show shall be made fat And he that waters shall be watered also himself What does that mean? It means this, saints It means this If you do what you're supposed to do in a marketplace, in a business, as an employee, as a mom, as a dad, as a son, as a daughter, as an uncle, as a grandpa, as a grandma, as an aunt, as a cousin, and so on, and so on, and so on. And you follow your responsibility in your business as an owner, you follow your responsibility as an employee working for people you follow your responsibility as a mother and a father and a son or a daughter or an uncle and so on this is saying if you water what you grow if you water it in other words you tend it you keep it and that plant will grow you will be watered and you will grow spiritually, you will grow physically, you will grow financially, you will grow in the blessings of God. That's what God's telling us here today. Yes, he's using it as a a marketplace. And I did share to you about the marketplace. You've got to be a good owner. You've got to be a good employee. you got to be give the best as a family member. From mom, dad, to siblings, to brothers, to uncles, and aunts, and so on. Because the Bible tells us to give our all. And you, and you really should be like Jesus in giving your all is 110% and it's saying for all your just things in the marketplace even in your home and your family if you do this you will be blessed in the end oh hallelujah that's what we learn today amen or oh me. and that's the secret if you build on what God gave you and you build everything on Jesus Christ just like his church if you build your business on the principles of God and follow him if you build your your job on the principles of Christ and follow him if you build your family on the principles of Christ and follow him you're going to find out that in the end you're going to be blessed more than what you ever thought you will be Amen. Father, (coughs) we ask you to be with us, Lord, as we take this word this week, Lord, and apply it to your Lord, your life in our jobs, in our owning our businesses, in running our churches. And I didn't even bring that up, Lord, but from pastors and congregations there's responsibilities too. From leader of podcasts and listeners of the podcast, there's responsibilities too. And Lord, we just ask you to help us with all this. We ask you in Jesus' name. name, amen. We're at the... I hope you just bear with me a few more minutes. We're at the 30-minute mark of the podcast. and But I just feel God wants us to go through our prayer requests and our benediction of closing and the closing remarks. And as you know, we've been praying for my dad, James Weaver, for his aneurysm and that it don't grow and it dis or or just disappears and my mom we've been praying for her back and some insurance for things going on for my cousin Margaret she, we've been praying for her brother and her to restore the relationship and for her leg she's been having problems with her leg and for the grieving of her mom and dad from passing on we've been praying for our friend Lloyd who's got cancer and he's him and his wife's got COVID right now for my friend Sean, for his unspoken and as far as mom's hip recovery. Um, still going. And then for my brother-in-law and my wife. As they're getting ready, trying to close the state. The house sold. And we're waiting on feedback on when the money is going to be sent and stuff. And And then we've been praying for... My cousin Sharon and her family and we still need to be praying for that family and for my aunt and her back. and her, She's got a surgery coming up this soon on her colon because she's got a polyp on there and she has an asthma attack when they were trying to take care of it then. But she's also sick this week so we want prayer for that. And then for my cousin Lori and she's got things going on we need prayer for that. And then for my breath pressure, I've been having some issues with my breath pressure, but we need to pray for that. And then for my grandma, for her eyes, her ears, and her legs to get better, and so she can have a happier part of life before she uh, goes on to be with the Lord. And that's the way me and my mom has been um, guided by God to pray. So let's pray for these needs now. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my dad to you in the name of Jesus. His name is James Weaver, Lord, but you know that. I just ask you to go into his body right now and touch that aneurysm. Don't either let it disappear or let it stop growing and fix the problem that's causing it, Lord. And Lord, as you be with my mom's back, I ask you to touch and heal her back, Lord. And whatever the issue is, you're Dr. Jesus. You're the great designer, the architect. We just ask you to go in and take care of whatever's wrong with her back. And be with this insurance problem, Lord, so she can get things covered, Lord. I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret and the things going on between her brother and her, Lord. And we just ask you to be forgiveness there. And help the brother realize that, hey, I only got my two sisters left. I need to do something. And Lord, I ask you to be with her leg and touch and heal her and be with her... Her grieving of her mom and dad passing away. Ask you to be with my friend, our friend Lloyd, Lord. He has COVID, Lord. And his wife. We just ask you to touch and heal them. And heal him from his cancer, Lord. The things are going good. We just ask you to continue to let them go good. We ask you to be with our friend Sean, Lord. He's like a brother from another mother. We ask you to be with his unspoken. And we ask you to be with his mom's hip recovery. We ask you to be with my friend Paul. I mean my brother-in-law Paul and and Ruth and let there be forgiveness there on both sides Um, there was hurt done by her my wife got hurt by some of the stuff her brother did during the passing of her mother but Lord we just ask you let the house be money be separate and fair separated and fair like it's supposed to be and let the lawyer get back to us soon Lord And Lord, we ask you to be with my friend Paul and his back. We ask you, Lord, to touch and heal him. We ask you to touch his business and help him make more money to take care of his family. We ask you to be with his daughter and help her not get COVID. We ask you, Lord, to be with my cousin Sharon and her family. And one thing specifically going on right now, Lord, she has a, a son that stowed stuff. He worked for Walmart, stowed some money, uh, stuff from it. Now he's facing charges. He went to his arraignment yesterday, but he's got to go back next Monday and see if he's going to serve time or what they're going to do. So we ask you to be with that situation. We ask you to be with my, my Aunt Denise and her back, Lord, and be with the surgery coming up and touch whatever she's sick with right now. And Lord, I ask you to be with Um, my cousin Lori and her family Lord and things that are going on in her life Lord and Lord we ask you to be with my bro- be with my cousin Lori she's trying to get custody back from guardian of her daughter um, she transferred guardianship over over 20 years ago because she went to go move into a group home but she she don't like the way things are going and now, so she's trying to um, get 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 guardianship back, and it looks like it might happen. That she's got to deal with that this week. I'll keep you updated. And Lord, I ask you to be with my breath pressure, and I ask you to touch and heal me with the situation, whatever it's going on. Lord, we just ask you to touch and heal it. And Lord, I ask you to be with my grandma, Lord. We ask you to touch her eyes and touch her ears and touch her legs, Lord. And so she can have a happier existence, being 93, Lord. We just ask you to help her enjoy life a little bit more before she comes to you, Lord. And you've been guiding us to pray this, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with all this. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen well I want to close out with reading a benediction over you and I want you to read this benediction over your family I want you to pray it over your family and all these that I hope that you're writing them down because I'm going to keep doing this over and over and over and over and over and over and over until God tells me so you got time to write it down and the reason I want you to write it down because you don't realize as you say these benedictions over your family read these in your prayers over your family God's gonna change situations in your family and it says this is the blessing today may Christ dwell in your heart through faith that being rooted in and grounded in love m- may have strength to com- comprehend with all the Saints what is the breadth and the lengtheth and the height and the depth to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge That you may be filled with the fullness of God. Ephesians 17 and 19. Again, Ephesians 17 and 19. And open up your Bible. And yes, you can open your eyes when you read this. As you're praying. There's nothing wrong with praying to God with your eyes open. But read Ephesians 3, 17 over your family. As a prayer over your family. And read it over your family. Read it over your household. And will be a blessing you. To you, on that note, I want to ask you to join me tomorrow for God's in the Net Church podcast, episode seventy-seven. I don't know the direction where God exactly. I'm going to be thinking about that today, praying about that today, and preparing the podcast for that today. Sometimes God has things prepared for us, ministers, weeks ahead. Sometimes God waits to the day before sometimes God wait to the minute before things get planned so it's going to be interesting to see how God blesses if we're going to continue with the next thing in the Bible study that I was sharing or to stick with the subject or done with that subject and go back with J.B. Phillips or God might have something else planned. We just got to wait and see and we'll find that out tomorrow. On that note i like to say God bless you. Have a blessed day. Be kind to one another, love one another, and be happy with one another in the Lord. Especially in these times, take care of one another, love one another, in, especially in these times. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. Thank you for joining me for God's Internet Church pa- uh, Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you tomorrow for God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 77. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you and have a blessed day.